You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. New chapter this morning in the battle against Ebola. Nickelback are back. The multi-platinum band has just announced a new album and a North American summer. Until you see the flaming butthole, you ain't seen nothing yet. Santa Claus is not a good person. Santa Claus is meant to be Saint bad. Ni- Saint Nicholas. Saint Nicholas is, is who you wanted to see because he was a bishop and resurrected children. <laughs> Santa followed him and did a bunch of terrible shit. <laughs> this is the evil world. But that, that, that's the true story of Santa Claus. This is I like. I feel like this needs to be safe for the episode. That's fine. Something good for ya. Alright everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the Something Good For You podcast where the two of us sit through the bullshit to try to find a little something good to give you. I'm one of your two co-hosts Alex Stiffesit and beside me is the one and only Captain Nun. Hello. And we have executive producer, cryptic conspiracy cult, couch potato Executive himself. chef. Executive yeah. chef. <laughs> yes chef. <laughs> Chris Morrison. Yo. And this is our half-ass where the fuck have we been over the last few months slash Christmas episode? Yay! Hey, Yay. Bells and such. Hey man, the, it is the season, you know. You gotta get people Christmas presents and oh, shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just, oh, yeah. just a picture of Beverly Angel smoking a cigarette for the cover of this episode. Yes. Says, it is what it is, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> hey, you know what, man? And, and you know what? That's the perfect attitude for this because it's like every year we've done like some crazy big Christmas special everything else is, except maybe last year because everyone was also just completely poo-pooed out on Christmas and just tired of it. But it's like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. That's what you get this year. You get to hear us talk about what happened over Thanksgiving, what's coming up for Christmas. Happy Quiznos. Christmas. <laughs> Chris was sh- uh, sharing a tale of his, uh, as you heard a little bit in the intro. What, what what were you going on about there? I was talking about Krampus. No, you're talking about Christ. Uh, well, no, Santa. Okay, so, oh, so the, the name dark history. Sa- of yeah, Santa. yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, no, Krampus we- still has to be safe for cryptic conspiracy. Okay. We're not going to so waste Santa it on this Claus show. is a pagan-esque character that was adopted by Christianity through the terrible words of communication. <laughs> you mean tradition? Trash. <laughs> the Bible literally says don't put a tree in your house and light it on fire. So don't do that. Well, we haven't been lighting <laughs> I mean, them on fire. Putting lights around them in the 1700s would probably be candles. <laughs> yeah. Some and plus, back then fire. you could eat the candles because they're made but, out of fat. But Chris, you're not put. You don't. You aren't putting the ornaments on while fucking. I do branches now. on TV. I do too. Actually, I do now. But like back in the day, they would hit us with sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Were you, uh, Chris, actually, uh, were, were you a family that really went all out for Christmas decoration-wise? Uh, we did the lights. We never did, like, the big stuff, like the big inflatables until later on. Until Joe do lights outside? Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, you know, we would add on, we added on to our house so much. So, like, we did a lot of around the bushes, around the trees. And then when my nieces were born, we started doing the big inflatables and everything like that. Uh, but, yeah, we... We still have Christmas lights up year round on our back porch because we need something to light it because we don't have lights. <laughs> but uh, no, we we did the whole thing. We uh, we had the same tree that we've had we've had the same tree for a very long time. Wow, the we, same uh, reusable tree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my grandpa is the only one. My mom's dad was the only one who actually went out and got a tree, and he took me with him. And it was the most awkward fucking experience because he didn't have room for a tree, but he had a corner table that the tree could sit on. Right. So we basically chopped off. A good top of a tree, and that was the tree. <laughs> but like going deep in the woods with like 
four inches of fucking snow you can't see between me and you with my grandpa when I'm like six is fucking terrifying because you don't know what the fuck we're doing. I assumed we were hunting something. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's just like we're well, bagging. Here's your whoop ass, dude. <laughs> like, no, it's more like here's the hacksaw. <laughs> I got to carry the saw. <laughs> my folks gave up on the real tree a long time ago. Yeah. They're just like, fuck it. We're going to just keep this plastic and there's tree. Nothing wrong, and, wrong no, it's going to last no. forever today. Like, we didn't, they didn't get a new tree till much later on, until mm-hmm. I was like 20, I think, when they finally got a new one. But we always had the same tree had the lights built into it and shit oh fucking, that's, that's fucking perfect yeah we never plugged in uh the one thing because it's like no nah, that's bad the wires ba- the wire was bad. oh right <laughs> so, right, right. You don't plug that one. yeah so so let's just go ahead and wire ourselves with some new ones yep um yeah we always had the same ones same ornaments uh the ain- i was actually gonna ask if the lights lasted that long yeah, fuck yeah they did um it was the one with the music box. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah that little yeah, music yeah. box. You press it, it had like a timer and shit. Yeah. Um, we had that one. Uh, the Angel on the Tree is the same one I made in kindergarten. Oh, wow. Out of a uh, paper towel roll, paper towels, and a, a tennis ball. Oh, yeah. Yep. My sister fucking hates that shit. <laughs> oh, what about your family, Cap? Did y'all decorate outside for yeah. Christmas or anything? Or we, big time inside? See, my folks hung on to uh, the plastic tree, same ornaments, stockings, mm-hmm. uh, what do you call it? The uh, nativity. Oh, the we, nativity never pieces. we never yeah. did that. Yeah, we had a. Uh, we had this one for years. Where like some of the cows are like missing ears and shit like that. Now. <laughs> <laughs> little, little, little ceramic cows. Yeah, yes. like ceramic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's I a replaced whole Jesus with an Obi. I, play, I replaced Joseph with an Obi One. Oh yeah, <laughs> Star Wars nativity. <laughs> Why is R two D two there? <laughs> he was the drummer boy. C three PO is one of the three kings and shit. <laughs> no, my folks never really uh, did it up too much, except for inside. Every so often, mom would well rephrase that. We would do it up in a corner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like like she wasn't one to like hang garland around the house or you know hang up different wreaths. Like she maybe throw a reef up on the door. That'd be about it. But we weren't stringing up lights outside or any inflatables or any of that. But just had a little Christmas corner. Oh yeah, we had a little Christmas corner. But that is not to understate the amount of meticulousness mm. my mother went through with that fucking tree. Oh mm. my god. The amount of energy that a normal person would input into decorating the entire house, she dedicated that to the tree. It was moving the branches the right way. Making sure the right ratio of ornaments are lined up. Ooh. First we hang up these ornaments and then we hang these up. These are the filler ornaments. These are the important ones. Make sure we can see this one if we're sitting on the couch this one is a heavier one so let's put that higher up top it was a system right (laughs) it was an entire thing and every year it was themed something different like one year actually for a good couple years it was like all white things like it was still the green fake tree but then she'd do like the white lights and then like the clear bulbs and like white angel things and stuff like that and then one year it was like a um it's a vibe son <laughs> dude seriously <laughs> and she would like change it up every few years and like right now over like maybe the last seven years has been strictly retro she would go on Etsy, man, and like buy the ornaments, buy the uh, old <laughs> tags, but then she'll get them, laminate them. The cr- mm. That way she can write on it with like a dry erase marker who's it to and from. But dude, when we're fucking opening presents, it's always a situation we're looking at her because we already know the tags go- come off and get set to the side. But we always have to side eye her because she'll also buy vintage wrapping paper. 
wrap that around boxes that have like lids that way she can just put the item in it put the lid on tie a bow around it sometimes if you're just kind of looking at it you can't fully tell that it's a lift off top box and if you go to start ripping that paper <laughs> the loudest noise you've ever heard come from a human being comes out of her mouth that is Oh shit! <laughs> so no, so, we used to have our uh, we used to have someone wrap our stuff at uh, either J.C. Penney or Belk's. Oh no, that mom, mom, mm-mm. those old ladies at Belk would fucking quick. No, she, we members of the family would bring her presents to wrap. She she is a wrapping queen. So like <laughs> Christmas is not her thing, but like the tree and like the gift. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, well, Christmas was and still is a thing for her. She never gave a shit about Thanksgiving. Like like my folks, we did nothing for Thanksgiving. I fucking love Thanksgiving. (laughs) I did too. But no, but she never gave a shit about that. She's always liked Christmas, though. She just wasn't one for, like, decorating the entire house with it. She liked the cooking aspect. She liked the presents and the tree and stuff like that. All things she still does to this day. Trust me, this tree thing that I'm talking about now was not just my teen years. No. Even now into my thirties, she is the exact same way. Oh, are you still going over there for the tree uh, no, gatherings? I, no, no, I've learned my lesson. I don't, I don't hang the decorations on the tree anymore. Oh, no, you're not no. allowed. No, it's not that I'm not allowed. I'm just not putting myself in that position anymore. Fair enough. <laughs> I opted out years ago. <laughs> I will say shout out to the Smith family and watching them do it is fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, and that's and that's why I was like partially laughing my ass off because I was just like, this shit would never fly in my house. Holy fuck. That's why I was walking in the kitchen with Brad watching him make fudge. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I am definitely happiest in the kitchen when around Christmas time. It's like, that that's my place. But point point me to an area, and I will just hang out there. I will chop, roll, put in the oven, saute, well, I will say, do whatever the fuck. I will say, hanging out with the Smiths during the holidays is, is fun mm-hmm. up until a point. But but most of, the time, <laughs> most of the time, it's just like, I'll just hang in the kitchen with the dogs. Yep. And just chill dogs. out. Don't argue with someone's sister about... Captain America and how to make a peppermint <laughs> bark. <laughs> <laughs> don't threaten people when you're in the kitchen. Well, don't we, don't well, tell them your gravy sucks. <laughs> well, we still not brought it up, but uh, how was everyone's Thanksgiving? I already said mine. I didn't do shit, so next. Uh, <laughs> I just went home uh, to West Tennessee, and we just got Thanksgiving uh, back to Nutbush, and we just got... Uh, People to this day still don't believe you're from Nutbush. Oh, then, then I tell them the whole like music history behind it and how yeah. wild that is. But then, uh, yeah, we just went. I went back home and we just got Thanksgiving at a, a cousin's house that uh, lives close to town, and it's gotcha. like on my grandmother's side. They're like distant. We didn't. Uh, our family didn't go anywhere this year. We you know stuck it on our own. Uh, my sister made Thanksgiving. Me and my dad watched The Godfather. You know, as a, as as you as one does. Yes. Yeah. And just talking about it. it's like. Do you think he knew? Like, <laughs> oh, we watched a ton of Star Trek. Yeah, I mean, you were talking about that. Uh, yeah, you came by my previous work to yeah. drop something off. And we were talking about Star Trek in the parking lot. Because <laughs> then we got because we fucking uh, nerds. I know. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> we started watching um, Brave, the new one, Brave, Brave New World. Yeah, Brave New World that came out with Anson Mountain. Yeah, and that was really solid. And my mom was just like, "We have to watch the uh, Captain Pike story arc from the original series." Yeah, and that's like what he, two or three episodes because yeah, it's from the original series. It predates the original. And I like 60s sci-fi in general, oh, and I funny. never got huge into Star Trek, though. If you watch the original series, a lot of Spock's lines to women are just like the most, <laughs> most smoothest fucking lines you've ever heard a dude say, talk to a woman. And it's just like, I've never seen a piece of art hung before, but I, I'm looking at art right now, and it's like, it's like yeah. Captain, Captain Kirk's just like, you smooth, pointy-eared fuck. 
about to lay that fucking captain's log down. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, and then like from uh, dating somebody that loves fucking Star Trek, we're watching mm-hmm. like all the knockoff shows. Yeah, and how like, it, like all has like a common theme. Like there's like the Kirk character on like even say Futurama. Mm-hmm. There's the uh, yeah, the, yeah the, there's a lot of similarities. It's your just, Phil Hartman character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Space Voyage. Yeah, Space Voyage. You got Voyager. You got Deep Space Nine. Enterprise. Deep Space Nine. Uh, um, so much. Yeah, there's, there, so much. there's so much going on. A lot of like the one with Scott Bakula is the one that's most hated. But it's I ha- Enterprise. <laughs> so uh, I've watched all that, but I haven't watched the new Star Wars series that's out. Andor. Yeah, I yeah. still haven't watched it either. I heard it's really good. I have too. See, but but that's the thing is like I, as much as I had no input on any of the Star Trek stuff because again, it, like you were saying earlier, just never captivated me. It's or, not a war; it's just on. a trick. Yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. Except for Star Trek Discovery, that is a straight up murder. <laughs> <laughs> but even with Star Wars, it's like you know, even with hearing that Andor is coming out, it's like after everything that's gone on with between like the last two episode movies mm-hmm. and then the series. I wasn't like super jazzed on the idea of Andor, and the fucked up thing was is like probably my favorite movie out of all the new ones they've done was Rogue One, and this is a Rogue One story, so it feels like that would be perfectly catered toward. Hey, you should watch this. I don't know. I, I just I just have not had the interest in pressing the play button. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was telling him I watched this uh, this Western series. It's on Prime. I was just maybe just. Blood. Yeah, with Emily Blunt called uh, uh, The English. Yeah. And uh, it's really solid for anybody that loves uh, samurai movies or Western movies. Like yeah, because it, 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 it's actually a, a pattern that's going on in Western movies lately. And uh, Godless, Hostiles, Hostiles, The English, a lot of women-led uh, Westerns. Uh, it kind of plays on the whole like Unforgiven yeah, like Act 1 version of Unforgiven. Yeah. Not Act 3. Act 3 is all men. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. Act she she uh strawberry alice goes nuts <laughs> yeah, strawberry alice goes nuts <laughs> it's like her backstory is crazy but no it's just kind of one of those things where it's like after so much star wars that's mm-hmm. been you know consistent after so much uh marvel that's been consistent you know you kind of want to break from it because they're still pumping that stuff out on a regular i think basis. you mean constant not consistent I mean, because well, it's not been very consistent. It's been very choppy uh, in quality. I mean, I mean that too. But yeah, that's kind of like adds to it. Which was like, uh, do I want to invest in another yada yada thing? And well, just, well, unfortunately, at least maybe that's Mar- me. Marvel's happening. That's slowly happening with me in Marvel, even because I did not dig She Hulk, which is why there's not been a big review episode. Is there's no need to you know just make something you're shitting mm-hmm. on. And I genuinely really didn't dig the show. Um, and then even the last few movies that were good, they weren't great though. Like Love and Thunder, eh, I still was, haven't watched that yet. Eight point exactly. It's like it just it, but it still wasn't that great. Like honestly, my favorite thing, and this is relevant to the whole episode. Probably my favorite Marvel thing they've even done recently has been the holiday special. I haven't, I haven't watched, watched that yet, dude. The holiday special is legit good. Uh, like without spoiling anything because they even talk about in the trailer it's a it's a canon side story to the mission where uh those characters have all heard about uh christmas from star lord yes but also from rocket who heard it from star lord either way um so gamora and drax decide they're going to go to earth to get him a present so they might as well get him kevin bacon 
So Kevin Bacon is also in the special. Mm. And it's fucking great. Do, do they yeah. do Footloose? There is plenty of references to. Oh my god! You you will. I, it's genuinely great. I th- I think it's really good. I'm sure I'll dig it too. I just haven't watched it yet. But Guardians was my favorite of the Marvel series. The mm. first Marvel Guardians is uh, the very first movie. It's probably my favorite. At least no, that's the one I solid. enjoyed the most in the theater. So. Hell, it sounds up my alley. No, and it, it keeps with the same feel. It doesn't feel like the current modern day Marvel stuff. I mean, hell. I mean, it's just like here and there with like when you say Marvel. But go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was gonna say hell when um, my girl and I were watching uh, Hawkeye the other night, and just even the way it was shot and produced and edited, <laughs> I kind of turned to her because we watched She Hulk from front to back, and I was turned to her. I was like, this feels like a completely different production house, Dutton. And she goes, I know. I forgot this is what Marvel stuff was like. Well, all the all the, the B say, Studio. I will say all the uh, newer Marvel stuff TV shows and movies is all about loss so yeah it's going to have a sad ending that's going to really fuck it up well it's not even that but just like the story in between it yeah, but it hadn't it just been that but great. they don't do the big CGI battles anymore at the end of these movies I'm not looking for but that but that's what other Marvel fans were looking for. Yeah. A lot of them are telling like, well, what the, the the last thing that happened in the last Thor movie, it was kind of lame of a fight. Yes, because it's about loss, you cunt. Like, <laughs> like yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's not even, about the big fight at the end. Yeah, and you know, don't mistake me, that's not my argument at all. It's everything that led up to the fight. Mm-hmm. It's it's how the story beats win. I mean, we did a whole episode on Cow's Potatoes mm-hmm. and we talk about that in you know length, but I don't know. It just I'm not as rabid for the next Marvel thing or the next Star Wars thing as I once was. It just both properties have released enough kind of shoddy material to where I'm not as super on it anymore. And it feels like there was clo- there's so much closure around Endgame. I know. It feels you know? like it all is just like that was such a satisfying arc from the first Iron Man all the way to Endgame. Like that was a satisfying full story. Or even And sp- now it feels like they don't know how to like start the new story. Also, I'd argue this that, that whole thing with closure around Spider-Man too, because you know we've got three Spider-Men, two uh, you know versions that we've seen in movies growing up that are like, oh okay, here's where, here's how this ends. Mm-hmm. But, well, and but Tom Holland's been confirmed for a new one, so they're going to continue on with Tom. But at the same time, it's also been heavily discussed that um, all three will make a, a guest appearance in the new uh, Spider-Verse movie. The animated they're one coming back. <laughs> what? Well, yeah. I mean, well, that's that's kind of the thing is now that they're fully introduced into the universe, and right now it's a multiverse movie. I it's just, a multiverse saga. Sure, dude. They're working up to uh, um, the whole Kang Dynasty shit, and then and I guarantee you, for Secret Wars, which has also been confirmed, we're gonna get all three Spider Man again. Well, then now we've got I hope uh, they kill one. Deadpool and Hugh Jackman in the next Deadpool movie that yep. will probably poke fun at this, but which makes it canon or whatever the fuck Disney yep. decides it's going to do with it. So I don't know. Uh, the idea of like all the Spider Man kind of, I don't know, that kind of made me go like, Ugh, like they already did that. You know, it's like I love, you love the freshness of that. I will say going away from Marvel and DC and all that, uh, the horror movies lately have been quite bangers lately <laughs> really, some of the horror movies I've seen lately some of the newer ones that have been pumped up other than Malignant are fucking great what's the one uh, that I see all the time Barbarian yes that is a fun movie okay I'll, I'll, I need to watch you that one you do not see it coming okay uh, and then Smile Smile had a 
perfect fucking a lot of these movies have 70s style early 80s style endings mm-hmm. where I, I don't want to give it away but it's though it's it's very visceral to watch when you're just like watching this poor motherfucker suffer through the whole thing and then it gets to the end like even the uh, oh, so you remember, always- the movie, remember that movie orphan about the little girl who wasn't a little girl yeah so they made a sequel called first kill that's a fun movie it, uh, it just came on after uh, after smile i just let it play it's a fun fucking movie. I ended up taking him. I re- rewinded it when I got back. I'm just like, holy shit, this mean little bitch. <laughs> and I'm just, it's a fun movie. It's a prequel to the original. Okay. And, and it's it's a fun, it, they are fun now. Like, they're making horror movies fun again. And it's right. not just like, uh schlock. Man, you know who probably had some wild Christmases? Elvis. George and Tammy. George and Tammy, yes. I started watching that. <laughs> Go to that real quick. Fucking Michael Shannon as George Jones is the weirdest casting decision. Yes, it is. This brick of a man. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> he looks like he's a villain in yes. everything. But George... And meanwhile, he's playing batshit insane George Jones. Fuck yeah. That's the best George Jones. But not The like- late... Great. Late, 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 late George Jones. No yes. show George Jones. Yes. Are we having a show tonight? Fuck, I don't give a fuck. It just fucking walks out to the parking lot. Yeah, this is the time period where uh, this takes sp- place too, where he's no show Jones. Yeah, and he's just hanging out with Jessica Chastain as fucking Tammy it's Wynette. Tammy, I know. I'm kind of curious how far they'll go with that because like, she died as rough. Already, it already goes off like pretty wild where uh, they're hanging out at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is like a Rick James yeah. of a man. <laughs> it's like uh, Tammy, her husband, the kids, and George are all at the table, and George Jones is just egging on uh, Tammy's husband, who is drunk yeah. at the table, and he already suspects something's going on between Tammy and George. Because mm-hmm. George, like, George is like her second husband, and this is like a real Hollywood treatment of the story. You know, it's, it's always fun. Yeah, it's a biopic. What are you going to do? And then. Um, uh, whoop Jessica Chastain's ass. <laughs> I guess the well, the husband gets up and says something uh, to George, and George just flips the table over, and he goes, "You kids coming with me?" And they're like, "Fuck yeah, George!" I'm like, "Holy shit, this is definitely not how this happened." Yeah, that, that is that. <laughs> Thanksgiving at the Wynets is not yeah. not a good story. No, but uh, Georgette Jones, the daughter, was uh, one of the producers, so I'm curious to read her uh, her book. Or yeah, her test and her. But anytime uh, you get like the, the kids of the siblings' story of a of an event, yeah, it's always different from the rest of the families. Like a great story version of this is a Kevin McCandless, who uh, who died in the Rockies. Right. But like his sister's like, oh no, our parents were abusive, blah blah blah. But the parents were like, this bitch is fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> or Christopher McCandless, sorry. No, oh, I know. Like get the or it's like getting uh, the story from like uh, bands. Every mm-hmm. every member's got a different story. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. It's never true, right? It's like the, it's like the Aussie saying. It's like every, half the thing you hear about me is true, but everything you hear about Keith Moon is. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> no, George and Tammy is pretty solid. And I've been listening to Tammy Wynette music all week. Fuck yeah! What's your favorite Tammy Wynette song? Mm, I like Apartment uh, Number Nine a lot. Really, mine's Golden Rings. Golden Rings is good. Golden I, Rings is one of the coolest duet songs because all it is is just, "Hey, look, we got, went to a pawn shop, got a nice little red ring, got married, and we started beating shit out of each other, <laughs> and then we got a divorce. And guess what? He pawned that fucking red ring." <laughs> I, I still, and then another then it starts the verse all over a young couple walks upon a bar shop yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's the it's the life and death of this fucking of these fucking wedding rings that just cause tragedy I still damn love, I still love stand by your man oh because, that's the best because Tammy's just saying like she's just saying this uh look out after your drunk ass husband yeah. Yeah. this stupid jackass he's just a man <laughs> I like the uh, I, I love the show Roseanne where he tells his wife to take off 
to, to you know get some fresh air to you know have have a moment to herself so she goes to a diner right. when she gets back there's like a paint stain on the carpet Dan, john goodman's just scrubbing the paint <laughs> off of, and he's like stand by your man <laughs> singing that shit while he's scrubbing the floor <laughs> it's like that's that's uh tammy's oh honey song yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was back when the women could sing about drunks and shit and be all right right <laughs> And I actually have a movie recommendation. I brought it up a little bit before we started just to see if we could discuss it at all. But um, it's on HBO Max, but it's a sequel to the original Christmas Story. It's a Christmas Story Christmas is what it's called. We've all seen the original Christmas Story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it plays 24 hours. That's usually when I watch it. (laughs) But you know what? All the kids come back and reprise their roles. So Ralphie is now an adult and in the 70s. Because here's the thing totally missed this i thought the original christmas story was set in like the 60s no it's in the 50s wrong yeah. 40s well late 40s during the communist era <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i was just like so when so when i kicked it on we were watching it and i was like wait this is they're, they're setting this in the 70s mm. and ralphie's an adult this that's a little weird. Like he he would maybe be in like his late twenties, early thirties. Continuity error. Yeah, and then I looked it up, and it was like it's set in the nineteen forties. I was like, oh, I I guess he would be a full ass adult in the fucking seventies. Then all right, cool. Yeah, because he is wrestling to radio plays. <laughs> so it's but it's a very good movie, and the reason why I dig it is. It's been kind of the trend, and I'll almost use like The Last Jedi as a reference point. It's like anytime your retro characters come back, they're either like an asshole or something's wrong with them. They're really down on their luck. Like they fucked up majorly in life, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Like you can't have the redemption story for these classic characters a lot of times. I mean, fucking Han Solo, even. It's like he was back to smuggling. I mean, fuck, he, 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 he was a fucking general, you know? It's like, look at him fucking now. He's back to being a smugglers like he fucked up somewhere down the line well, that's, it's that's, like it's, that's the problem with storytelling you're not allowed you shouldn't allow people to do sequels to their own work yeah <laughs> because they're, they're gonna bring it back and make them fucking stupid <laughs> this didn't happen in this film though mm-hmm. ralphie wasn't a bumbling idiot he was a smart father that genuinely just mm-hmm. wanted to create a good christmas the kids that he grew up with are what those kids would have grown into like they this like they watched the movies they took it seriously and they're like okay well how would these kids as adults hanging out at the bar drinking act you know, hey man remember when ralphie kicked the shit out of you and cussed you <laughs> while beating your ass dude <laughs> seriously they have reminiscing moments like that because ralphie's moved out of yeah. town because like here's a little bit of a setup he's already moved out of town something happens that has to call him back into town for Christmas. He found a dead body. So he's like, okay, kids, family, we got to go back to my hometown. And they're like, it's it part two. Well, well, they're just like, you thought you said this. It's a 20-year rap. (laughs) It's back. Who's back? Ralphie's back. (laughs) I'm coming for you, Glenn. And he just starts beating the shit out of this fucking homeless redhead. Look, son, this is what I used to do for a living. Get my gun. Get my gun. It's a red rider with a fucking bayonet on it. Danny McBride as <laughs> Ralphie. <laughs> I've been drinking green tea all goddamn day. <laughs> but he's like already made out the town to be like this absolute shithole. He's just like, yeah. you know, it's like, you know, it's where dreams go to die, apparently. And they're just like, really? We're going back to your hometown for Christmas? I thought you said it was a dump. And he's just like, it's not that bad plus you get to see grandma and grandma you know, like that kind of thing he's like so it, it all 
they hit He'd certain... fight in Vietnam because technically he would be going to Vietnam. <laughs> it's like they hit certain story beats, but they don't retread the movie. Yeah. Like, for instance, they, there's, of course, a scene where his kids go to the mall mm-hmm. and have to meet Santa. But they show the other side of it. Because, again, we've watched Christmas Story. Hell, I even watched it again the other night. Ho, that, ho, ho. Exactly. You that entire prick. scene yeah. is with the kids. With waiting for them to go through the line. Just dying. This movie shows Ralphie dropping his kids off at the line and then follows him running to get all the presents. Because it's like, oh yeah, what are the adults doing as they drop the kids off? They're running around getting all the fucking toys for the kids and breakneck pace, throw them in this long-ass line, mm. buy me some time. So now you get to see that side of it. And it's like, that's the kind of cool moments. And there's no, I want a Red Ryder BB gun I was about thing. to ask what Ralphie's kid gets. No, they, they don't follow that sort of plot line. Like, they don't, they don't want to do an actual beat for beat. It's almost as if, well, what would happen if the family did come home? What little things would you do you know so it's like his kids may not have like the ultimate dream present Mm -hmm. but he's gonna show them hey this is where i remember you know going and meeting santa and they're just like what He's like, yeah, let's go, go meet Santa. <laughs> and then runs, it's like the wife's chilling at the bar while he's like running around grabbing all the presents. Dad, oh, married a drunk. That's great. Dad, you're weird. I'm going to go back and listen to Rush. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's a very heartwarming, heartwarming film. And honestly, just a really good sequel. Like I, I was kind of going into it being like, all right, half-ass sequel is going to be just for whatever. Mm. It should have gotten a theatrical release. It was that good. Yeah. It was really good. I'll check it out. I do like reading the, on the internet right now. They're uh, arguing what is a Christmas movie. Again. Again. And those are always fun. It's not Die Hard. <laughs> like, Alex Fifth presents. Let's see. <laughs> Die Hard. It's, a, it's, it's just an excuse to watch Die Hard on Christmas. That's yeah. what my brother does. But uh, like a Christmas movie, a movie that is Christmas. See, Iron Man 3 is a Christmas movie. That's not a good movie, though. But it's set around Christmas time. Yeah. It's like uh, Lethal Weapon, too. But like a, a, a Christmas movie that came out on Christmas, happens during Christmas, and centered around a very bad gift is Gremlins. <laughs> Gremlins is probably the most horrific Christmas movie ever made next to Krampus. I was <laughs> even more so than Black Christmas. Black Christmas is about a bunch of sorority bitches. I mean, yeah. Who, do, who does. Who, do not answer the phone correctly. <laughs> and there's a guy in the house. But like... There's always a guy in the house. There's always a guy in the fucking house. <laughs> hey, girls, how about we get out of the house and burn the goddamn house down? He or don't yet. Lock the doors. No, no, fuck that. Burn the house down. Get the insurance money. Yeah. Uh, if anybody says anything, it's the guy who died in the attic. Yeah. That fucking prick. He should but like, there in the but like, place. But like Gremlins is about a horrific gift you give your kid on Christmas because you're a deadbeat piece of shit. What was, what was the... Uh, a mugwai. He gives his son a mugwai. But what was the uh, evil uh, gremlin? Uh, Spike? Yeah, there's many. They all have different personalities, but the main one was Spike. Yeah. Because uh, you get more in Gremlins 2 when it's in a fucking high-rise. I never saw uh, Gremlins 2. Gremlins 2 is pretty funny. He still has... He still has what's his fucking name? Gidget or whatever? Oh, yeah. Gizmo. 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 Yeah, he still has Gizmo the whole fucking time. But... uh no, it's it's Gidget. <laughs> that's the other one. Yeah, that's the other one. That's the, that's that's the, the derpy that's the, cousin. Yeah, that's the derpy one. He's like slow. <laughs> Special if you live in Little Island. Brought to you by Wilt Dordney. <laughs> but no, he, he he buys he buys him a mugwai and 
everything goes to hell. Even we get a, we even get a more horrific story from Phoebe Cates in that movie where she talks about how her dad died on Christmas because <laughs> he, he came life's down. Life's a sin. No, like <laughs> living in stereo. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so Phoebe Cates, not hot Phoebe Cates, but Phoebe Cates, <laughs> not Ridgemont High. No, not, not Ridgemont Phoebe High. No, no, nah, nah. this is this is Ridgemont during spring break, uh, winter break. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Phoebe Cates' dad. I don't know if you remember the movie, but how her dad dies. Do you remember how Keith Phoebe Case's dad dies? Mm-mm. It's been forever. I know she, I've she seen tell, She tells forever. a horrific tale to this guy who's trying to fuck her that when she was a child, her dad thought it'd be cool to come down the chimney dressed as Santa Claus. He didn't. And she assumed her dad left for like a month. Like they thought, <laughs> I don't like, remember like this. the mom, she says, My mom thought my dad abandoned us on Christmas. And it was a month later when they realized his body was in the chimney <gasps> and he had died. Oh damn! <laughs> Last Christmas, <laughs> but that—that that is a horrific Christmas. How do I, yeah. How do I not remember this? I remember this because it's one of the greatest horror movies of all time. You know what? <laughs> no, I, I think I might have a more horrific Christmas movie for you. Running Man. No, <laughs> not, and not the horror movie version either. The sappy version of Jack Frost with uh, oh the Michael Keaton. Fuck. That movie. I'm going to kill your dad it. twice. Yeah. <laughs> like, seri- like, seriously. We, we talked about this last Christmas. I remember that, too, because yeah, it's like, but, but we're going to kill like, him twice. <laughs> it, was like, it reignited like my annoyance with that movie, because I remember innocently watching that movie when I was younger, because for Christmas, my favorite character has always been Frosty the Snowman. I always loved the original cartoon, as young as I can remember. Mom got me like the little stuffed animal, Frosty. All the Rankin and Bass. Oh, yeah. Well, it was Rankin and Bass. Was that? I thought Frosty was was ranking him best no that was a uh, 2d color like just I thought animated movie uh, i'm gonna look this up keep well, going well the one i'm talking about is a cartoon yes thank you <laughs> but um, i'm frosty bitch yeah <laughs> oh Mer- happy birthday all that shit right so I'm about I, the isis motherfucker <laughs> yeah. uh, so i innocently watched jack frost and about that about traumatized yeah. me and it was flipping through. It's on HBO Max. And every time I slip, uh, scrim past it, I'm just like, don't let Frosty melt or your dad dies again. Rankin and Bass, bitch, on directed by credits for well, quit Frosty. Quit moving your finger all around it and I might be able to read it. Uh, he's verifying as we speak. But yeah, they did uh, animation and uh, puppets. Well, it was directed by. I just remember it was on tips. It was on the TV at Tipsy Burrow, and it said Rankin and Bass underneath. I'm like, I'll, oh, I'll that's give cool. You that. I didn't know it was <laughs> written by them. So I mean, no, directed by. Yeah. It wasn't written. By so this argument could have been settled with chimichangas. I know. At fucking <laughs> Tipsy Tipsy Burrow. Burrow. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Some Willie Nelson. <laughs> Some Willie Nelson. <laughs> I'll backtrack stuff. Oh, fucking terrible music. Yeah, but no, seriously, Song what the a preacher. Fuck, what a fucked up movie. Starts yeah. off with like your your dad dies, mm-hmm. and then he gets reincarnated into a snowman, and all of a sudden it's like, don't let Frosty melt or your dad dies again. It's like oh, it's sh- gonna happen. <laughs> what makes this how more, fucked up is that? What makes this more hilarious is Game Changer has been brought back. Yes, and they uh, did a whole thing called Make Some Noise as a new fucking show. And Brennan Lee Mulligan literally does the Jack Frost thing, and it's so fucking horrific what he's saying. <laughs> They're like, it's just fucking Zach Obama putting the hat and the carrot on his head, yeah. and he's just like, <gasps> <laughs> and he's just like, there's a man named Zachary Dowd across the street. He has the talisman to make me a man again. And it's just like, take the carrot out of his nose, we'll never go outside again. <laughs> no! 
<laughs> this is like this, this one man play of just Zach, Jack Frost is fucking losing his goddamn shit. That dude is a maniac. Oh, dude. Never After. That's another fucking thing that just came out. Fairy tales that uh, that have that continued on. I thought you I thought you were thinking of... Uh, first thing that popped into my head was that Drew Barrymore fucking princess movie. No, no, not that. But uh, Ever After. That was what that was. But he's got a new D20 campaign where it's uh, Sleeping Beauty who woke up without the prince she's covered in vines and scars because the castle came overrun uh the frog prince turn is turning back into a frog puss in boots and the puppet are scam artists <laughs> pinocchio are scam artists so shrek yeah yeah mother goose mother goose is a uh is uh lost her son to a giant goose uh and uh the red riding hood got bit by a werewolf and slowly turns into a giant maniacal wolf every now and then and she killed her family when she returned but that's just the D twenty part. That's the D twenty yeah. part. That's fucking horrific. It's fucking fantastic though. It's one of their best storylines. Hell yeah! <laughs> and and, and in the Dungeons and Dragons world, if you want to get one more nerdy, yeah. What you? Uh, so you said you haven't saw Discovery yet? I uh, haven't watched uh, Discovery yet. It's got the best. It's got the best one. It's STD Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> no, I want to watch some more of the uh, actually more of the older ones. The sixty one. The sixty oh, the TOS ones, the, yeah, the original series. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, those are fun. Those are those. Are, there are some really dated references in that that are bad. Yeah, but I don't know how, how many seasons was that like? Like si- one and a half, two maybe. That's not, it's not bad, that long. Though. It's not that. Yeah. There's not that many. But that was back when you had like forty episode seasons and shit. Yeah, right. But yeah, that it doesn't run that long. Um, Lucille Ball and Martin Luther King kept that thing going for as long as they could. No shit. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know I the story. The story of Lucille Ball. Uh, it was a show that came on before her show, and she wanted to promote you know what the, the what gene roddenberry was trying to tell it's just like mm. think about like think about star trek back then who do you have you have a man a white guy an american a man a, an alien spock uh your second lieutenant is aurora right 60s uh, a black woman black woman then. who's in charge of communication a russian man check off in front of you know other parts of the ship you have sulu who's, your weapons, sulu, who's yeah. your weapons officer and pilot by the way so you have this menagerie of characters in the future we were all together. working together, yep. and that—that that was what she she loved that because she was getting hell because she married a Cuban guy, right? <laughs> but like she, Lucy. Pu- but like she pushed to keep the show alive, and that's why Star Trek is famous is because of Lucille Ball and Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King, Martin Luther, uh, King he told her to kiss. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> William Shatner on television because she said she was going to quit because she didn't want to kiss William Shatner, and he's like, "No, we need, we need." Was like representation uh, what, in the future. Was she just like, ew, William Shatner? Or it's like, oh, William Shatner's being a fucking. It was a like, stupid story. It's a stupid storyline. Oh, okay. That's why. Right. Uh, but, but, like, right. Uh, but yeah, that happens. And then now we get Star Trek with Spock hitting that. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. And then it's uh, William Shatner and Green Aliens and shit like that. Every last fucking one of them. And there's Nazis that appear in it later on. It's fucking weird as shit. There's always a Nazi episode. Yeah, there's always a Nazi episode. The what if episodes, it's always if the Nazis when I hate that shit. I'm just like, give me a, give they me really one. do do that every time. Yeah, like, give me one where, like, we kick the Nazis so bad that we got rid of the Germans for good. Like, there's a what if history for you. What if the winners went too far? What if America became the thing? Like... America. Yeah, yeah, that. Did, yeah, Give me that. America. Give me that. Yeah, the 51st state is fucking North Vietnam. Oh my God. <laughs> this is the, the end. end. Yeah. Let's make it weird. But uh, no, the, the, the discovery is set like right after that. Because Brave New World is before the original series. So it goes Brave New World, the original series, Star Trek Discovery, and then so on and so forth. 
I was talking to my mom about this the other day. The timeline is he, he whacked. It's like, <laughs> now, now I'm at a point in my life where I'm more interested in Star Trek than Star Wars. It's, a, it's all the same thing. I, I, Star Wars fans can hate what I fucking say, but like it's all the same goddamn thing. It's it's, it's not it's, the same thing. It's, but a, it's a story it's in space. Space, it's science like, fiction. It's just that uh, Star Wars was like the Western samurai. It's, yeah, the Star Wars is just nothing but a Western in space. No different from Pale Rider or fucking Fistful eh, of Dollars. Look, that's trying to say there's no difference between Johnny Cash and the Ramones. No, it ain't. They're, they're, two, they're two great things, no, but they're, they're completely no, different. No. You have a rogue guy who's who needs to get you from here to there. That's the same fucking story as Fistful of Dollars when he makes a deal with the guy to get him out of town. Well, that's like saying, well, there's a guy that's singing and playing a guitar, writing songs. They're all musicians. They're all yeah, exactly. But so they're, they're all the same. Uh, but they're both <laughs> <suck. laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like you you can draw you know the biggest you know paintbrush strokes about something and say they're similar. But once you actually exactly what, what exactly what you said earlier, one's a trek, one's a war. They are completely different. Yeah, but it is both it's, can it's be great. You yeah. don't have to negate. Well, you I'm don't saying, have to say they're the same I'm in order saying, to say both I'm are good. Star Wars is a western. Yeah. Okay, Star Trek is like I said, it's just a trick. It's just what the future can so hold. Voyage. So yeah. voyage. So, so would you say there's a difference between a western and a drama? I didn't say they were the same. I was saying Star Trek or Star Wars is the same as a western. No, earlier you, you were saying they were the same thing. It's in space. <laughs> it's space. It no, but they're, they're musicians. No, they're not fucking musicians. They suck. No, no, no. The only musicians are the Cantina Band. No, I'm talking. No droids, I'm drawing, no kids. I'm drawing <laughs> the acoustic act versus the punk yeah. act element. I'm saying they're both musicians. They're both people that play guitar, and they're both songs, and they both write songs about women. Now, oh, they're the same say, thing. I will say Star Trek's written better because George Lucas sucks sure. everybody's rights, <laughs> and that's I will, totally fine. See, I can't debate that, I but will, I will debate them being the same. See, I will. I will agree that uh, the Star Trek writing is definitely like. No, but like you, we were saying about Star Wars. That's just you know, uh, that's the hero's journey. There's yeah. only so there much, is no some, hero. There is no hero in the Star Trek universe. No, it's just progression. Pretty much. No, you just have. To, it's just or a just it's a story of a people. Like it's like it's no different from like the story of Hanukkah, like <laughs> or like a say a pirate story or something. Yeah, yeah. Like you're, that. you're talking about a crew of people. A Scooby Doo adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Discovery is a Scooby Doo adventure because uh, she kills like a million people by accident. <laughs> you know, we've talked I about just, this. Yes, we talked we about this. Yes, the, we did. In the first episode, but you know how Scooby Doo starts. To make the character lovable, the first episode, uh, her captain gets murdered in front of her by a giant warrior alien, mm-hmm. and so her natural response is to destroy the whole fucking ship that that person's on, which had housed like a shit ton of other aliens, and she becomes known as the butcher of binary star. <laughs> so. <laughs> She becomes a genocidal maniac immediately, <laughs> and you're rooting for her the whole fucking time. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. You're just sense. like, oh, fuck yeah. It's like if Picard just started killing people willy-nilly. Oh, my God. Transformers? Yeah. Have you, watched, have you watched any of that? The Picard show? Pickard? The Pickard? No, I haven't. I've heard it's okay. It's fun. He kills a bunch of people in that, too. Well, okay. <laughs> I always just saw him as like the. This uh, is great Christmas talk. I know, right? <laughs> there, there, there are Christmas episodes in Star Trek. <laughs> that's, and you know what? That's probably what we'll wind up watching. Yep. Yep. But like, it's a Christmas tradition for you guys. You know, watch Star it's, Trek. That's what we'll do now. And my brother's gonna be home, so he's gonna watch. Want to watch fucking Die Hard? Now, other than <laughs> other than a Christmas story, did y'all watch any other Christmas movies that were twenty four hours long? Like, twenty four. Like, um, uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, I love which there. one? The original, black, the original Jimmy Stewart black and white. Jimmy Stewart before, yeah, yeah but this is definitely not a favorite. Oh, I, that's a, my favorite. It's a solid fucking movie, just period. No, yeah, it's, it's Jimmy Stewart just losing his goddamn mind <laughs> on a banker. He's like, what kind of man could save $5,000? And yep. it's just like, 
oh, that's true today. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah, fuck the banks. Why are we burning this motherfucker down? <laughs> crypto, crypto, crypto. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what it is. You know what crypto is? It's his fucking uncle who loses all the goddamn money in the street. That's the representation of crypto. Hey, what happened? Hey, Uncle Bill. What yeah. the fuck happened to all the goddamn money I gave you? You gotta do that in the Jimmy Stewart voice, too. God damn it! Just his fucking shit. Where's my fucking money? God damn it, Uncle Bill. <laughs> fucking losing his goddamn money. Because the guy did fuck over him a little bit. And they're all World War One vets. It's hilarious. <laughs> now, on those uh, like free forum channels or whatever that they mm. give you for free on like the Roku boxes yeah. and shit, uh, they're playing the fucking Santa Claus movies all the goddamn time. The Tim Allen movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's another movie that has a big plot hole that everyone was cool when Tim Allen just showed up at the North Pole and they're just like their boss of many years is dead. Well, and they know the process. Yeah, they yeah, but know still, you but just still, they're a just, new one. The, pro- the fact that they're just cool with them just taking a man out of his whole life and making him their boss is so fucking weird. And guess what? Uh, what's his name shows up in one of them? Uh, uh, the original guy you're talking about from Crimson Story? He shows up as an elf in one of those movies. He does. And he also showed up in... Um Fuck, uh, no, there was another movie that we had just started, but then wound up turning off. It's got Vince Vaughn in it. Oh, uh, Four the, Christmases. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Four Christmases. Yeah, well, it did an. Uh, maybe things like Mary to Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, like yeah. all your family sucks. So do yours, bitch. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, John uh, Favreau. Ralph, is Ralphie like a, was the um, guy at the uh, uh, ticket counter no. at the airport. For, he's in another Christmas movie where he plays Santa's deadbeat brother. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, Fred Claus. Fred Claus. Yeah, I went to the theater and saw that around Christmas time because it was like five bucks. But uh, that that was an okay movie. But the, the, the Santa Claus movies are weird. Yeah, I, I, I remember dad, liking the first never, one when I was younger. Me but too, the, but, but like, after he, that, but like the kid, weird. it got weird. The fact just, that the kid was, was very cool by the end of the movie that his dad was Santa Claus and will forever be Santa Claus until he dies <laughs> is weird as shit. <laughs> like you just all right. So we're gonna all right. Let's we'll, we'll get the elephant in the room. Magic is real and Santa Claus is real. Okay, fine. We'll, we'll throw that out there as a gimme. But right. you're cool with your dad disappearing for the rest of your motherfucking life, except for one day a year, like a deadbeat piece of shit. <laughs> like Will Smith's dad in Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> the biggest piece of shit TV. And it's just like, you're cool with that? Nah, bro. <laughs> oh, and by the way, the only way he gets out of it is if he's killed. Yeah. And, and some, okay. just like the other Santa Claus, and just like some weird fucked up fine print mm-hmm. that you do not see. It's like, is this an Amazon like terms and conditions kind of thing? <laughs> like, if I don't return this package you accidentally gave me, I have to work for you or some shit. Get the fuck out of here. So if I kill the delivery driver, I have to deliver packages for you now. Like, that's bullshit. <laughs> no, and talking about oh, uh, you got to be cool with, you got to be cool with slavery too. Of a whole di- fucking group of people. Yeah, these elves aren't getting paid. They work every day. Yeah, <laughs> every motherfucking day. But uh, four Christmases. That was. I, we got halfway through that. It, it's it, a rough ride. Well, it reminded me of every fucking like mid two thousands movie is exactly the same. Well, that, sorry, the fourth, all the comedy is the yeah. same. They were shot the same. All the lines sound the same. All the setups are where it's like it just progressively gets worse and worse mm-hmm. and worse and more outrageous as the movie goes on. See, Vince Vaughn's in it. Paul Rudd's in it. <laughs> well, it's like uh, the Hallmark movies. The Hallmark Christmas movies are always the same. 
uh, character A is from a place that don't celebrate Christmas or used to celebrate Christmas, comes to a small town, meets so-and-so, maybe a man or a woman, and then they're cool with Christmas and decide to evacuate their whole fucking lifestyle yeah. over a two-day holiday in their shit-heeled town. Oh, and you forgot, one is usually a super wealthy like business person, usually working in some mm-hmm. sort of magazine. Like if it's a woman, say they work in like a Vogue-type uh, magazine. It's a fictitious job. If it's a guy, <laughs> yeah. he's like a lawyer <laughs> or something. A, a movie star that that has five mansions and yeah. 20 yeah, yeah, yeah. It just and it happens to get pulled into the podunk town yeah. and runs into the, the sweet guy or girl at the bar. Yeah, 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 like the yeah. one, oh, no, the one a, that you had a crush he, on in high she's school. A, she's a magazine editor, which isn't a real job now. No. <laughs> it's not. It's done by a fucking machine. So... Or no one just edits the article and says, oh, fuck, I forgot to spell this word wrong. And oh, I'm, just, well. I'm just posted on a website with a fucking Cheetos ad. So I don't give is, a shit what is, I'm writing. This is for free. <laughs> Who gives like, a fuck? But, like, it's a fake fucking job. You know, the real version of this is Gone Girl because they had fake jobs where they ran magazines. Those jobs went to shit because they don't exist anymore. And she ends up hemming this guy up for murder. That's a true Christmas story. <laughs> I think every sentence you have includes murder. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I've been doing, Everything I've been doing, you have to I've been, say I've been doing includes Research, murder. So it's and all Nazis. about murder. <laughs> yes, and Nazis. God. Nazis did not like Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> they were not cool with that shit. <laughs> and not. you're like, and that's why it's tattooed on me. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's not welcome. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> so they tattoo. Nine. <laughs> oh. oh <my> <laughs> Fuck. But no, like you were talking about uh, For Christmas, the same movie that came in around that same time was uh, Christmas for the Cranks. Oh, God. See, just yep, a st- same stupid movie. Christmas movie. Yeah, they're not holiday movies like that that really have emphasis on the holiday suck. Like they are fucking terrible. That's why there's only one really good Halloween movie other than the Halloween series. Yeah, <laughs> it's Trick or Treat. All right, there's no real good christmas movie except for like a christmas story where it's about a kid's christmas or the or national lampoon has gotten yeah. released earlier this week yeah let's talk about chevy chase going fucking nuts oh yeah <laughs> yes go back and listen to the couch potatoes yeah. feed for that episode the downward spiral of, <laughs> of, uh, of russ and his dad <laughs> yes <laughs> Why do we have to recast Russ? Because just, the other one has know, PTSD. <laughs> just a reflection of just getting older. Yeah. <laughs> getting old. Speaking of that, Christmas bonuses that we do not get. Yeah. <laughs> not you a know, real thing anymore. You know, sometimes you're, you, get, you get a uh, Dunkin' Do- uh, Donuts uh, card yeah. for like $10 on it. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, no fucking bonus. I remember our last, last year when I was working for the solar company, our Christmas bonus was nothing. Um, and it was basically a giant Zoom call where they were pulling names out of a hat. And one girl got like $25,000. And it was a girl I trained. I was very happy for because she was in college debt. So good for her. Yeah. I'm just like, but you handed out $275,000 worth of bullshit, which you could have just given everybody like 300 bucks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not just being a socialist or anything, but I'm just saying what you could have done before the whole thing went tits up <laughs> was maybe give a decent Christmas present to everybody. Now, the only Christmas so the bonuses clears. I've ever gotten uh, when I worked retail, uh, certain products would be like, you know, sell a certain amount, mm-hmm. you start getting commission on it. So you get like commission checks on top of your hourly. So yeah. I kind of considered that, you know, bonus. But outside of that, it was when I worked at that online vape shop. Yeah. The owner was a cokehead beyond cokeheads. And he Why was, Christmas? I was just about to say that he was <laughs> dreaming of a white Christmas boy and there was one year I was with this company for like close to four years but one year specifically 
I remember it was like on a Tuesday. He was walking past every person's fucking desk going, Merry Christmas, and dropping a hundred bucks on their desk, like a hundred dollar bill. Word. And I was just like, fucking yeah, Merry Christmas to you too, man. Thank you. Pocketed that shit. And then like Christmas was going to be like on a Sunday or something. That fucking Friday, he rolls back through again. Merry Christmas. Drops another hundred on the desk. Oh, it's like, God damn. Okay. Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the only time I've ever gotten like Christmas bonuses. That was it. <laughs> I was uh, the first real job I ever worked was at a grocery store and they fed us on Christmas Day because I had to work Christmas Day, which was I have no idea why a supermarket was going to be open on Christmas fucking day. We had like three customers rolling in. It was an eight man crew working. I don't know. I guess people would think consider like last minute. Oh shit! I need to grab this in order mm-hmm. to make the recipe work. Maybe. Yeah, but like it was eight people. There was a person working deli. Like that day, there was yeah, a person a working. There was a person working produce, which they had came in the day before Christmas Eve and did everything. So, like, God damn, uh, we had a person of produce, person of deli, uh, three up front, manager, uh, me who was running self checkout, and another assistant manager. All of us were standing around from six to six. And I looked at him across the way. I'm just like, this is fucking bullshit. And he's like, oh, did you get your free meal? What, from the deli, you fucking prick? <laughs> really? They're no, just giving up the no, fucking I got, deli like, sandwiches? I got, I got, well, they, they did like turkey and stuff like that. Yeah. Like the, the whole like make a tray kind yeah, of thing yeah, yeah. that deli does. And I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I'm just like, I had seven bucks in my pocket. I could have went to CeCe's. Because <laughs> I knew the guy that owned that place. That guy was the fucking shit. He's like, hey, my friend, can you give my son a good word about getting a job? I'm like, fuck yeah, I can. He handed me three fucking pizzas and a fucking... I just drank soda the whole fucking time I was waiting for those pizzas to get cooked. <laughs> and he's like, man, have a, have a happy holidays. I'm like, word, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Well, see, and the thing is, too, is like, um, I don't know, it... I, it <laughs> It's weird that places like that would be open, and you're also seeing a lot of places refusing to open even on Christmas Eve now, mm. which I think is smart. Yeah, I, I, there's no reason for anyone in the retail industry and food service too to be open later than five o'clock on Christmas Eve yeah. or Christmas Day. There's no reason that Black Friday should be a fucking holiday. No, it's ridiculous. You're just buying bullshit. I didn't do anything on Black Friday. I Me neither. I didn't buy a fucking thing. I'm not buying anything now. Everybody's getting a text message for Christmas. And like, <laughs> that's, that's just what's going to happen. Like, Merry Christmas. It's, 20, it's Christmas 2022. Yep. You, you expect gifts in this economy? And Christmas is fucking oh, broke. Look, there's one group chat I'm in where uh, one guy just says, what, is it, what do y'all want for Christmas? And uh, one guy just says, a new truck. <laughs> and then like, the other guy says, this is my truck budget right now. And it's just a picture of a Hot Wheels truck. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I want that truck. <laughs> what we'll do is we'll drop everyone's cash app and Venmo account in the episode description of this. And if yeah. anyone wants to give us Christmas, we'll just happily take money. Yeah, for real. <laughs> We're not going to do that. Did y'all do the, I will. Did y'all, did y'all do the, the whole stocking things, too, during Christmas? I imagine everybody did. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, uh, mm-hmm. my, my, my folks, we did the big dinner Christmas Eve with big fa- like the big family get-together. Grandma, grandpa, you know, aunts, uncles. Opened up all the presents, do all the, get all the family bullshit out of the way Christmas Eve. Send the kids to bed, 
you refill the tree with the Santa shit, with the stockings, all that. You mm-hmm. go to bed, wake up the next morning. All your shit's there. It's all fucking there, man. The kids roll in. They fucking grab all their stuff. They run back to their room. Guess what? You ain't got to do shit the rest of the day. That's what I like about the Christmas story. If you watch it and like when the kids are opening their fucking presents, Ralphie's got the fucking gun. Everybody's fucking having a ball. Both parents are just drinking. That oh, yeah. Morning, they're more, that morning, they are fucking sloshed. <laughs> I, love the, I love the memes going around of like <laughs> Mel Gibson or Steve Buscemi with a cigarette in their mouth and a camera going like 80s moms on Christmas morning. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, the reason I ask is, what, did y'all do that too? The whole stockings, yeah, and stockings and uh, gifts under the tree and all that, all that stuff. Our family got like our extended family got into doing the whole like uh, a weird, a weird gift giving game where you could steal gifts from each other. You started like from how many people are there, so like twenty people, so it's zero to twenty, uh, and everyone drew a number. Uh, if you were the first one to get a gift, you were the last to steal. So, like, if you got, like, a Hot Wheels car and I got, like, a knife, I could be like, I could trade with Alex if I was about to. A Hot Wheels car or a knife? I, have a lot of, I, got, I got a lot of pocket knives. But, like, <laughs> but like if, if I wanted to, I'd be like, man, I really want that fucking Hot Wheels car. So, I steal your gift. And then the game keeps going where people can just steal gifts back and forth until the end, who you being the first person yeah, yeah, can be yeah. like, no, nah, I want that fucking Hot Wheels car back. All right, that's it. That's nothing I can do. Huh. It's a, it's a, I forget what the a sneaky Santa Claus or some stupid shit. Anyway, yeah. I went to my extended families by myself, and they're like, because uh, I brought it because everyone's supposed to bring a gender neutral gift like tools for guys or candles or some bullshit for women. Well, I had to play on for stakes for my family who didn't show because they had brought gifts. They were sick. So I ended up bringing multiple gifts. So I had to play like five times and I'm just like, I don't know what to do with all this bullshit. I think I ended up with like a set of glasses, like, like nice glasses, yeah. uh, a couple pocket knives, tools and shit. And I'm just like, I'm just going to keep all these for my fucking self. <laughs> I did the trades. God damn it. There is this one thing. This is a, this is a fucked up story. Uh, a friend of mine decided to tell me a story which she fucking shouldn't have because I use it as ammo against her. Her name is Charlena. I hope she's fucking listening too because her sister's going to make her listen. But she had told me a story about her and a, a gay fella mm-hmm. involving a sweet potato. Okay. So I'm not going to tell that story. But I will say this dumb bitch told me this story and she's going to love that part. I called her a dumb bitch. <laughs> You're going to get an angry text that says, Chris Morrison, she don't got my motherfucking number. <laughs> this is the same woman who threatened to murder me during a Monopoly game. So, so no, we're good friends. So, <laughs> we're great. So, she tells me this story, and she's like, and the only thing I could say was this. I'm like, that was the first thing you could say? The first thing out of my mouth been was, what the fuck? And that's how I told her. I said that. And like, it became like this like inside joke right. for so long until Christmas time rolled around. As a joke, she gives me, they put, uh, you know the little tin with the cookies? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this one had charcoal in it. <laughs> they gave me a tin full of charcoal. Nice. <laughs> and a giant sweet potato with the dick vein <laughs> like the stickers like, but I'm just like what the? and it was like a little thing of KY jelly and yeah. I was like that is fucking hilarious yes. and I'm just like Charlena cause she hates that fucking name <laughs> she goes by Charlie I'm just like what the 
fuck <laughs> and like oh no that's not yours this is yours it's like it's a gag gift yeah 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 and I'm just like this is such a fucked up story to tell <laughs> Cap did your it. folks ever give out gag gifts no. like a sweet potato <laughs> <laughs> yeah sweet little Alice and I'm not saying this ain't like this was as a <laughs> that was it was a sweet potato it was a it had the dick vein <laughs> well the reason I ask is because uh, we never really gave gag gifts but we would give gag wrapping Mm. So we would do like the box in a 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 box. I thought about sending that to Charlie one time. It was one of those meow cards that you can't turn off. Yeah, and it just gets meow 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 meow, and it just put like a glitter bomb on top of it and send it to. Yeah, because they try ripping it open to stop it, and glitter comes out. But I would put it in like a just a regular box. That way she can open up in her classroom because she's a teacher. So the first thing out of her mind was like, "Oh my god, one of my students gave me a gift." <laughs> and I'm just like, well, I'm not a terrorist. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I probably end up on a fucking watch list. I also went through That's a thing where I uh, where I would wrap a box with like tin foil, mm-hmm. and then I would wrap the regular paper on top of it. You should put a cat gift in that <laughs> and give it to that cat because <laughs> they fucking hate tin foil. Oh, she too. would just ignore it then. Yeah. She wouldn't care if you put their toy just in. Like, it. Just like a handful of catnip in there and just roll it and just fucking thrust there, and her just being like. <laughs> like just freaking the fuck out meanwhile your girlfriend's like what is happening to my house <laughs> what are you doing Chris told me to try this I hate him <laughs> it's not my fault the cat's weird <laughs> the cat is weird yeah. right the cat yeah. that's why I love cats they normally are just fucking weird anyway <laughs> but no we, we, yeah we never really did a lot of gag gifts but I've, I've wanted to give a few but I don't know though. There's every so often I would consider it, but then I would like look at the price and I'm just like, am I willing to waste this price? Another on so a, gift? a big thing about gag gifts is if you think that person's going to be cool about it, because mm-hmm. you never know. You do you, <laughs> the risk level is really high when you just like if I was to give Cap a fucking gag gift, I've been like, man, I hope he had a really good day because this is going to fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. what kind of gag gift are you thinking? Because well, of course, no one's talking about the fucking. Fake scratch offs; those need no, to be illegal. No, I'm talking about like like a glitter bomb or something like that. But yeah. like, if I was to give him something like really cool, like this, I'm just using it as an example. But I would have to make sure this guy would be cool with the level of prank I'm doing. Right. Yeah, some people do pranks that are fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that aren't pranks. That's just violence. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, right. you, you want to know the worst prank I was ever witness to? This was at uh, the old, not the current place I'm working, but the old other warehouse I worked at. Uh, we had those Sonos Bluetooth speakers in all the rooms. So when you download the app, you can actually control all the speakers at once. Well, every speaker has like a different radio station playing. It's like the packing room wants to listen to their classic rock. You know, the, the warehouse room wants a little bit more of a mix. You know, the, the juice room is listening to primarily country, you know, that kind of stuff. So all the speakers are playing different shit. Well, our media guy found like this public service announcement of like I, I forget what it was like some like fire or explosion or something mm-hmm. he found that and with manager permission played it on all the bluetooth speakers at once oh my god <laughs> just an emergency broadcast yes yes that is some that's how red state happened that's Dude, exactly how red state everyone happened. started Holy like shit. like it didn't end the way he wanted it to. Of course it didn't. He got <laughs> fire in a fucking room full of people. Like, like, no one did, like, the whole, oh, my God, oh, my God, kind of thing. It was the, 
hey, I need to use my phone for a second. I need to check on so-and-so. Like, it turns serious. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got to call my family. Yeah, like like one chick maybe went a little bit too emotional, but she, she mm. went home for the day. Like, she was tore the fuck oh, up I'm thinking sh- some shit went down. I'm sure the manager's just like, oh, Oh. <laughs> so, so on one of those on one of those days I was talking about at, at the grocery store, uh, we had too many people, and there was like five customers the whole day. Uh, one of the managers, this lazy piece of shit, uh, took his phone and hooked it to an audio jack into the uh, the system, mm-hmm. the speaker system, and it was the NCAA championship. Yeah, the ACC tournament was going on with Duke and Carolina, and that was played on the radio of the store the whole time and we're just listening to this fucking basketball game and I'm just like oh it's the worst why am I even fucking here dude? Yeah, like you are the dumbest motherfucker to double book people on this day yeah <laughs> <laughs> fucking cr- we, everybody could have came in for two hours today and that would have been fine yeah <laughs> I'm just like what God. is work <laughs> Jesus well to kind of round off this half-assed Christmas episode this is a question that we have not asked on any of the previous ones. Why are there no Jews on Something Good For You? God <laughs> damn it, Chris. <laughs> that is a question we've never Calm asked. Calm down, ye. <laughs> I'm not saying they're bad people. <laughs> All right, I'm not losing my God's damn shit and saying th- shit didn't happen. Hey man, <laughs> hey, man. He told me that Candace Owens was smoking hot. <laughs> the Beyonce of stuff. <laughs> is there a certain thing that has to happen around Christmas time or it doesn't feel like Christmas? Hmm... I don't know, man. It's kind of hard. A Christmas tree. I'm just putting the Christmas tree up. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, like, I, I wasn't part of it this year, but, like, not seeing it would be weird. Yeah. Like, I, I think we... I'm trying to remember if we had a Christmas where we didn't put it up. Because we had bougie fucking relatives who had... You were talking about the tree your mom had. Yeah. We've had bougie relatives, and it's just like, that... <laughs> looks more expensive than my car yeah <laughs> but, like, but like you know like gold ribbon trim and shit on the fucking tree i'm just like why did you waste so much time for this thing that's gonna be up till new year's <laughs> not my fucking house you, you christmas on, day gone no you see on the calendar where it says boxing day yep we're boxing that shit up you know you know what boxing day is it's in canada ca- it's a canadian thing yeah it's, it's when you switch places with your boss yeah Hmm. It's a fun. It's a, it's a fun holiday. We don't do it down here for obvious reasons because we fucking cut that dude's head off. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. Putting up the tree and uh, making going somewhere in a very in a, a long distance trip of some kind. Yeah, I can kind of go with that because we haven't done it in a very long time. But we would drive to Winston Salem mm. to see our, our Bermuda Run, which is like near Winston Salem, to see family. Yeah. Right. But or go on the other side of Iredell County. Um. Traveling. I'm younger. When you're younger, you remember it more. But nowadays, people don't do it as much unless yeah. they have children. So, being the odd one out, you know, it's like one Christmas is good enough, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, I know it. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. Last time we did like, I don't think we've ever done like three or four Christmases. But I'll be doing two, maybe three this year. But they're friends. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Like not like I love the friendsgiving we did. Mm-hmm. See, that was see, that's a different play on Thanksgiving. I've yeah. been doing that for years. Yeah, me but, neither. We had a. I'm staying at a friend's place now, and we're having like a, we had a friend's Christmas. That's nice. Uh, the other day, and watched a movie. We'll probably uh, talk about for a couch potatoes episode. Fuck yeah! What Christmas vacation? Yeah, that's yeah. already been released. Oh shit! <laughs> we talked about that earlier in the episode. Oh, well, we we watched that yesterday. I love that fucking movie. <laughs> but no, I, for me though, it's it's certain flavors like baked macaroni and cheese and ham. 
if I don't have those two things, it didn't feel like Christmas. Hmm. I, I can almost give up the tree. I can almost give up any of the movies, all that stuff. It's like, if we don't have the family dinner with ham and baked macaroni and cheese, we can have other shit with it. But as long as those two components are there, it feels like Christmas. Ham and um, deviled eggs. Ooh, the deviled eggs. I don't do those here. I, I hate making deviled eggs. Oh, they're a pain in the ass, but they're... As long as someone else makes them, yeah, I'll eat them. <laughs> I just don't want to make them. <laughs> no, my specific. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like something that my folks always go in through. Like, well, that too. <laughs> so my dad makes the same shit every uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas. It's uh, black-eyed peas and rice. See, that's big here during the New Year's. We do that here during New Year's. We make pork chops, black-eyed peas, uh, greens, little smokies. But like, it's a, it's a. That's actually a weird Scotch-Irish tradition mm-hmm. to make pork chops, fucking black-eyed peas and greens and shit, yeah, and we'll, cornbread and scallop potato or not scallop, but like fried potatoes and onions. It's a, yep. it's a, it's a an actual holiday thing meal invented by the Irish, hmm. uh, because like the greens equal money, the pork chops equals like sustenance and stuff like that. It's it's food representation of your future. And granted, the Irish are tip bad at telling them because <laughs> they get drunk and forget. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. They'll get ribs for my folks. Will get ribs from one specific spot oh, know, yeah. around the time. You know, hmm. may not be on Christmas or on Thanksgiving, but y'all you never know. do the Chinese food on Christmas no. Day. <laughs> I have, I have done that. How was it? Oh, fucking great! It's always good. <laughs> it's always fucking good. <laughs> Chinese food is good anytime. Well, speaking of good anytime, let's go ahead and dig on into our Spotify playlist and figure out what the hell we've been listening to. What you listening to, son? I don't think you like it. Well, why not? I like this new generation of music. Where did you record this? I bought it at the mall. What that person on your tape has is a medical disorder. <laughs> All right, Cap, what the hell have you been listening to? Well, other than uh, fraudsters talking about Candace Owens uh, <laughs> and Tammy Wynette, uh, I've been listening to a lot of Wasp lately because I went and saw Wasp play at the Fillmore recently. Oh. You saw him uh, play Black Friday, didn't you? Was uh, it Black Friday? It was the it, Sunday Black afterwards. Black Friday. <laughs> yeah, you saw. Yeah, that's right. It was when you came back from it was, Memphis. Yeah, it was that Sunday. I went with uh, Tiki and uh, his friend Derek. How was that show? It was pretty badass. It was interesting. Like it's weird. Wasp is like one of those bands that came out at the same time as the Poisons and Motley Crues mm-hmm. of the world. But Blackie Lawless wrote all those songs. Uh, Desmond Child didn't write those songs, even though they're kind of like you know '80s poppy, like his were, and that's a guy that wrote like all the corny '80s Aerosmith songs, all the corny '80s Kiss songs, Alice Cooper. The list yeah. goes on. But no, they've got really catchy songs. Say what you want about Wasp and uh, TK had an extra ticket. I was like, sure, why the fuck not? And um, yeah, it's a full on. You know, Wasp is notorious for live shows with like fucking you know the cod pieces with the buzz saws and all that shit. I think I think if. Uh you had uh, Cooper with you, he would have lost his motherfucking mind. Oh, so many young dudes there with Hellfire Club t-shirts. Yep. <laughs> and like, uh, just girls with like 80s, like teased out hair and shit like that. The big but, hair. Yeah, big hair. It was like, 
twenty percent were like you know in their teens, early twenties, cool. whatever. Let's go. They still draw a crowd like that, though. It was sold out. Fuck That's yeah. what's crazy about this Wasps tour. I like, couldn't have imagined that. I would have lost else, money who else on was that it? show. Who right? Was, who else was it with other than Wasp? Uh, it was Armored Saint, who okay. had John Bush uh, from Anthrax uh, okay. doing lead vocals. Which I was can, I can't believe it sold out because it's. It's wasp in 2022. I know. But no, it's wasp sh- anytime. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, here's the thing, though. It's like we're, we're sitting here going like, wow, it was sold out. Motherfucker, you bought a ticket. You went. I didn't buy shit. Well, you went. <laughs> well, that's the thing, though. There are, some wasp, there are some Wasp songs that I like, but I would never have predicted the success that this tour yeah. is having. Blackie's even saying, yeah, we have fucking uh, backing tracks. <laughs> But his like excuse is that uh, you know there's so many vocal. Well, well, his thing is that there's so many vocals on the album. We want to do the uh, the album justice and blah blah blah. Meanwhile, he sure shit ain't singing singing fuck like a beast. But when he's on, he's fucking on. Yeah. So that's pretty. I enjoyed I enjoyed it for what it was. Armored Saint was awesome though. Mm. Oh yeah. Whoever their uh, sound guy was had them dial the fuck in. It was great. I had fun, and then I saw Margot Price the following day, uh, week, and yeah, which is like right. country music. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty that was good. Total too. polar opposites. Oh, I know it. <laughs> I was like Nashville, just going to Nashville, hearing that shit, and then going to see Jackal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Chris, what the hell have you been listening to? Uh, I went back and started listening to uh, Lucifer Two. Nice. Uh, the album by Lucifer. That's the uh, best one. My I forgot how many one. bangers were on that one. Just so many good. California Sun, um, a dawn, uh, a couple other ones. Um, Phoenix Rising, I think was another one. Phoenix, I think was another one on there. I love uh, the I love the tones on that one. Yeah, but it's a good it's a good pull. And I started listening to a little bit of the Clash lately. I got into a dive on one of their songs, Rock the Casbah, which is about the fall of Iran in nineteen seventy eight seventy nine. Meanwhile, they're just like do 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 rock do. the cat box. <laughs> rock the cat box is is about sistership and the Shah trying to murder a bunch of people <laughs> because they're listening to fucking rock music. <laughs> and it's just like like this deep dive on the lyrics. It's fucking insane. <laughs> You've uh, also been listening to a lot of Bowie. Yes, uh, yeah, I went through a Bowie kick there for a little bit because hey, if it shows up in the glam part with Wasp, you know, <laughs> that's another thing. Spotify, I'm shouting you out because you don't know what the fuck you're looking at. <laughs> you're about as good as AI drawing hands <laughs> when making uh, fucking lists. But I, if I was to do like a thrash metal thing, I bet you fucking Space Otter to see Otter would be on there just because it's so fucking dumb. <laughs> oh my god, the goddamn like auto generator. Yeah, but yeah, we were listening to uh, the song Fame. Which the only that song. The reason I've listened to that because it's like it came up on a trailer I watched recently um, called uh, Babylon. I'm just going to oh, uh, yeah. wrap it up. But it's about that the the heyday of Hollywood where there's like no rules and shit. Um, and Toby McGuire's going to be in it. He, oh shit! And he plays a fucking jacktooth asshole. But the whole <laughs> song is Fame by David Bowie. And I was we've talked about it before, but I was just like, if you were to play that during any preview of a movie you you going in thinking everyone in that movie is a piece of shit yes. <laughs> there are no good people in this they're all doing coke they're all just <laughs> monsters they've killed people to get where they want and it's like that's yeah and then alex decided to send me the uh, <laughs> the other version of this song yes the other version and let me set let me set the scene for you uh, i was coming back from clayton which is Two, two and a half, three hours from here, uh, I see his message. I said, fuck it. When I pull in a gas station, I'm going to put it on. I don't remember yeah, the and, other and, version. And, and I sent him a message, and literally all I said was, have a bad day. 
<laughs> I don't remember this one. So it's the Tommy Tommy Lee, yes. Tommy Lee version, and it sounds like a funk song that is being played badly. And oh, then all no. of a sudden, it turns into a rap. Yes. And when you said Tommy Lee, I was like, all right, I already know exactly how this yes, is going to go down. I listened to it three times because I'm doing 80 miles an hour on the fucking 85 and I can't be going like this with my motherfucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> so I played it. I about threw my fucking fendo window th- uh, phone through the goddamn window <laughs> and I was able to fucking like touch it just to hit it on something else uh, and listen to a whole fucking podcast about Jack Parsons. But <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yes. That creepy motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was gold. Yeah. So I re- listened to that whole fucking thing, and I'm just like, "All right, it's not as bad as I thought it would be." Because I was, I was just picturing Tommy Lee. I'm just like this jagweed opening up for Kid Rock. Like, <laughs> Kid like, Rock stole his girl. <laughs> but I was just like playing it through. I was like, "Yeah, it's not good." But it didn't ruin. It's pretty fucking It didn't bad. ruin my day. The next time, damn, I need to try harder. Uh, <laughs> what ruined my day was the next Tuesday when they let my ass go. <laughs> I went to Wilmington. I saw the fucking ocean. I left here at four thirty in the morning. Got to Wilmington. Talked to an inspector that was late. Saw the ocean. Met up with another guy who was going to be let go the next day. Drove all the way from Wilmington all the way to fucking Raleigh to get a fo- to just call the office and say, hey, who am I buying a permit for? They're just like. Uh, I'm not in the office right now, but it was such a vague text message. I just assumed they left for the day. And when I get barely 30 minutes out of town, they're like, we want to talk to you when you get back. And I'm, the whole thing for two and a half hours, two and a half hours on the 8540 was me thinking, what the fuck did I do to deserve to get fired? <laughs> <laughs> and it was a combination of just anxiety and rage. Yeah. Because I was just white knuckling this motherfucking van <laughs> the whole time. And I get in, I pull my fucking bag off, pull my toilet kit out and just slam it on the fucking coffee table in the lobby and this tiniest woman I've ever fucking seen tinier than Amy (laughs) he's like oh you must be Chris and I'm just like I'm going to fucking strangle you (laughs) if you fucking fire me but no she didn't fire you the whole company shut the fuck down the whole company shut down (laughs) but I listened to Tommy Lee's fame which made it it good because I'm just like at least I'm not this piece of shit Oh yeah! At least excellent. I'm not this hackless fucking drummer who says I'm going to play on and just never play again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the shit. That's one of those where the wrong kid died. <laughs> the, the son, wrong. the son didn't kill the father fast enough. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, listen to past episodes when we talk about Tommy Lee. <laughs> uh, I've actually been listening to uh, a band that I found recently through a TikTok of all fucking things because it was just in the background of some dude's snowboarding video. And I was like, what is this? This sounds cool. And it was a band called White Reaper that oh, yeah. apparently is fucking famous. Never heard of them before. <laughs> my friend JP just sent me a text about, uh, not JP from Girls, but my friend JP. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he sent me a text uh, from. He's uh, on my Instagram too. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, he sent me a message about White Reaper going like, oh shit, I just now got uh, learned about these guys and blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. So it's just like everybody's on the same page with this band. No, and they're really fucking good. The record I definitely recommend uh, checking out is World's Best Rock and Roll. Well, the World's Best American Band. There we go. Yeah. And um, best song on there is, uh, in my opinion, is uh, Judy French. It's it's the main hit. It's the main single from the record and everything. There's a music video for it. Really fucking solid tune. And then... Um, um, 
their follow-up record, which apparently is the one that got them really famous, uh, You Deserve Love. Second track on that one, Real Long Time. That song will get stuck in my head well, all fucking day. That's the one. So me and you, I, I was to it front to back the other day because uh, you had sent it to me and said, hey, check this out. Uh, I was to it front to back. And you said there was a few good hits on there, so I was do it twice. Yeah, but I had to stop on track two because track two there is a fucking like just the chorus. Part. Yeah, it's the chorus. It's the chorus part, Damn. and it's fucking from Cheap Trick. Wait a long time. Wait a long time. Wait a long time. Oh really? Yeah. Forever. Right. But I like. I'm just like. It's one of those things where you just stop. It's like hold on. <laughs> Reverse. Oh, Alex, 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 what the fuck is this? What do you I do that shit too. <laughs> this is fucking a uh, fucking cheap trick riff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's but it doesn't take it away. It just, does, it's right? just something I noticed quickly. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But like, I think the whole record was good. Oh, I like yeah. I like the whole thing. Uh, I probably just need to spend some more time with it. I yeah. do too. Uh, I uh, the one F was pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, and then to keep it at least semi on path for Christmas on the way out, uh, it's it's one of the songs that's in the new Guardians Christmas special, but it's mm. also on Spotify from a band called the Old Ninety Sevens, and it's called "Don't Know What Christmas Is, But Christmas Time's Here." Dude, it's fucking good. It's like one of those songs where it's like you listen to, and it's like trying to understand the traditions of Christmas and little shit like that is it's actually pretty fucking good so I like that one a whole lot another uh, good Christmas one was uh, the Cowmen. yeah yeah they got a good one called not coming home I'm not coming home mm-hmm. so fucking good <laughs> I'm not coming home for Christmas <laughs> yeah that's just like uh, the presents are wraps uh, packages of ships I'm not coming home blah 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 I, all I want for Christmas is a uh, uh, a case of, uh, was it uh, whiskey and soda and a case of beer yeah. and it's, it's, it's a good fucking song it's, it's got that kind of country like vibe I could hear I could imagine hearing it on Christmas day at the Tipsy Borough yeah <laughs> I was like uh, Father Christmas Father Christmas yeah, that's oh, a yeah. King song yeah mm-hmm. and there's like uh, there's some like good Motown songs too I uh, love Motown Christmas uh, William Bale has the uh, um, the Christmas song I can't remember what it is it's the one I usually keep on my playlist all the time the Temptations Christmas yeah but the, there's a lot of good that aren't Hallmark songs that's that's one thing I hate is when they do the whole fucking like same tracks for Christmas movies. Like we go back to what we we're talking about: Christmas of Cranks, Four Christmases, Santa Claus, and stuff. Every one of them has that goddamn Brian Setzer yes version of Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells, uh, yeah. Jingle yeah. Bells, Jingle I get, all I, the way. I get it, man. You play the fuck out of a guitar. I get it. <laughs> just play something else. Play some Ramstein one time. I just want to hear. I just want to hear you fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to really impress me. Give me some fucking flamethrowers on the fucking Christmas album. <laughs> Do horse. Do horse. <laughs> Do horse, mage. <laughs> but no, this is probably the last episode we'll wind up being able to squeeze out of something good for you for 2022. It's maybe a light year, but damn it, next year we'll, we'll get a little bit more regular on this. I'll be sure of that. But no, Chris, thank you so much for joining us, as always, on this. And Captain, you have a fucking outro for us. I'll have... No, I'm just kidding. Every... I'll have... I've been playing, been playing that a lot, Christmas. actually. That's like that's another one of like my favorite Christmas songs. But yeah, there's my outro. Uh, do we have any Christmas music to play at the outro? I don't know. Let's find out. Let's make one. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
Supporting the show for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com/slash something good network.